0: Oh, my God. What's going on, everybody? Another episode of Four Transplants on a Microphone. We are back with Chris Magno from New Orleans talking business in Charlotte versus business in New Orleans. So we're going to dive right in real quick. Uh, we'll go around the table, but also a huge thank you to the Fox and the Hound. Always great service. We have a, we have such a good time coming here. They're so good to us. So, but real quick, just to get, since we have a fifth transplant, we'll go around the room again and just do some quick voices. So, Brian, you want to start us off?
1: Yep. Brandon Ademian with Superior Data Solutions. We're an IT solutions
2: provider. Uh, Brian Johnson. I'm the owner of Main & Johnson, a business coaching and consulting company. Chris
3: Magno, Smoothie King franchisee and part owner, I guess you could say, with a dynamic audio video.
4: Russell Hughes, Realty Advisors. We bring Fortune 100 experience to the middle market.
0: And Jack Tompkins with Pineapple Consulting Firm, helping your small business be data-driven. So the whole point of the podcast is whether you're thinking about moving to Charlotte, doing business in Charlotte, anything like that, we, we hope to give you a whole lot of good information and package it up with a whole bunch of good laughs, too. So today we're talking, if you're from the North, if you're from the South, anywhere you're from, if you're thinking about coming to the Southeast, New Orleans might be on your list. Charlotte, hopefully after listening to us, is still on your list. So we wanna dive into kind of the different dynamics here in Charlotte versus New Orleans. So Chris, you started the Smoothie King franchise once you moved up to Charlotte, is that right? That's correct. Okay, what did you do back in New Orleans?
3: I worked for a company doing home audio, off the wall audio video. Um, I did that for a little bit after I graduated from University of New Orleans, um, and then started Smoothie King up here. And got a good opportunity to do it, so I did. I never worked for Smoothie King before. Never made a smoothie in my life until I opened up this store here. Have, okay. you, have you made one now? Yeah, <laughs> I'm still. Well, it's been a while. <laughs> no, I have good people that make yeah. their smoothies. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I
4: don't do commercial transactions either. <laughs> I have people for that. <laughs> I don't even know
3: what my customers look like.
0: <laughs> okay, so. The business climate in New Orleans versus business climate here. Give me some compare and contrast off the top of your head.
3: I'm going to start off with the service industry because it's kind of that's what you know being in that for the past 10 plus years, 15. What did we do the math earlier? Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the approach of some of the attitudes of the people down in the South or even just, we'll say New Orleans, they kind of treat you more like family. Like you walk into places more like family you get the whole sweetie baby you know things like that and they kind of treat you like hey what's up you know here it's more of a, like a professional i feel when you go into like a restaurant it's more of a professional thing because you have a lot of professionals here in the banking industry and things like that but um more button up straight lace kind of a thing and again it might be different restaurants i would go to here but uh, down there even having a smoothie king here the way i approach the, the customers is kind of like just getting to know them, being personal with them. And it kind of translated into finally, you know, other followers and people from New Orleans that have the same kind of attitude. But I mean, for the most part, it's just, it's different. I don't even know how to explain it. If you go down there and experience it, it is a lot different than, you know, even restaurants Like like worse than that. It's totally different.
2: so funny. so interesting. Yeah. It, well, it's so funny too, the way you say that, like here is more professional. Like where I'm coming from, like the fact that somebody talks to you after you place your order is pretty remarkable here. So to me, I was thinking the opposite, which is you get down here and it's like, I have to sit here and talk to this person while they're making my food. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, exactly in, what I was thinking. Like even in Ohio, it's just like, what do you want? It's not quite like suit Nazi, protocol but it's like you place your order you go stand down here when your order comes up they'll say thank you for stopping by you'll say
3: thank you and you walk out and that's right. it yeah well it where is to.
1: where is your smoothie king kind of
3: there's a lot of them but there's valentine uh is that yeah i mean there gastonia we have harrisburg concord so they're spread about but so yeah.
1: do you feel it's different in each one or is it kind of that oh same? yeah
3: oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah blakeney the one in blakeney is a lot different than say the one in concord or the one in harrisburg which would be different than in castonia it, it i'm not there as often but just hearing the way people you know my my employees and you know if this person says this thing about one store and they say a different store it's like oh it's employees there and the customers that go to are definitely on a different it's it's demographics i guess
1: and I'm sure the employees are totally different personality-wise at each yes. each yep. location. Yep.
3: Okay. Yeah.
4: But it's also, I mean, I've been in New Orleans once, so I've got a sample size of however many meals I eat. Data guy does not approve. <laughs> <of> whatever. <laughs> whatever sample. <Under-size-sample. laughs> we're, we're not creating a statistical significant <laughs> analysis here. Damn fact, Jack. There was much more of a professional server class in New Orleans. Like, it was a profession that, like, Whereas, like, most of your stores are kids. Right. You know, in New Orleans, it's, like, shocking to be waited on someone who's under the age of 30.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess you can't put what I experience in my stores with, a, like, a high-end restaurant or right. something that's been around for a while. So, yeah, I guess it, different territory, different... You know, different type of food and different, so it, it goes with the territory, I guess you could say. And, and, and we
2: do want to thank Chris for bringing the uh, new rum-infused smoothie that they just introduced. <laughs> smoothie King. It's great to sample it Fantastic. in front of everybody, but, yeah. I before, yeah. but I won't say I've done that before.
0: You know, it would be good with this. Yeah. <laughs> just a big, thick
2: mixer. That's
3: right. Sometimes you we just got a product. product. You got a QC.
2: We talked about the drive-through daiquiris last episode. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Exactly. I, yeah, well, you didn't bring one of those. That time
0: so. Yeah. <laughs> so in new orleans is it are there a lot of corporations there Like, because like obviously you mentioned it's a bit more professional here because we have the big banking and finance institutions is there not a lot of that in new orleans
3: it's hard I, maybe because i moved away before i started to realize that but from my experience there corporation-wise i mean there's the oil obviously yep. there's okay. natural gas there's you know the fishing industry, but that's not corporational But the biggest one would probably be probably the oil and gas down there. Okay. Banking, mm, I don't think there's much. There probably is banking now, but
2: I don't know. Well, and right. to to that question and to what you're saying, I mean, at least from my perspective, is spot on. I mean, my background is in the corporate side of things, and so that was what always took me to New Orleans. It was kind of like that. You never could find a reason to go there to visit a customer. Like there, it's not that. You, I'm not saying that holistically. It's just less common than like finding a customer in Chicago for what you know, the corporate side did. But it was always where you'd had good trade shows. You always mm-hmm, yeah. had a trade show down there. And anytime you had a trade show in New Orleans, it was amazing. People came out of the woodwork to go. Like, hmm. oh, I've got this great yeah. idea for the trade show. No, you just want to go down Bourbon Street. and You go right ahead. I'm going to go down front.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough you say that because when Smooth King Corporate Office used to be located in New Orleans and they moved to Dallas a couple of years ago, and it's not, for me, it's like I used to go to New Orleans for, make it a week, you know, it was a weekend thing, but i make it a week to go visit friends and family. And we go down there and again, go back to the restaurant and eat. But yeah, the, the corporate side of it, there's, you know, the big conference that we have. It wasn't as appealing yeah. for me to go there because it's like, oh, I'm going to Dallas. What, what do I know about Dallas? I mean, I've got a couple of friends there, but maybe if I do go to Dallas, I'll figure it out. Yeah. But, well, one of the. One Big T! One of the.
2: <laughs> Jessica, one of the people that works for my company is from Louisiana, not from New Orleans. But it's funny because when, you know, part of my business is looking at different trade shows and, you know, where they might fit. And now that they're starting to come back in person, it becomes more appealing. But it's funny how quick that, like, Man, don't want to go to that. Don't. Ooh, uh, what, is there a way I could help you with that? And it's like, yeah, I, I can. Carry your luggage. To to yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so.
0: Okay. Uh, so it's two fairly different dynamics, it sounds like, uh, New Orleans for Charlotte. With your AV business, is that residential or commercial?
3: Uh, residential.
0: Okay. Is that, like, are people very welcoming in that? Like, they're welcoming you into their home.
3: Yeah, so when I first moved here, um, I moved into this neighborhood, kind of where Russell used to live by, but they were building houses still, and I and I would, me, I, and I don't know whether it's bad or good, but I'd go in the houses just to check them out to see, how oh, what's... What are they building? What are they putting in kind of? Were they home? To, <laughs> 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 so they were in the shower. <laughs> yes, He's really
2: light on his feet. I, yes, they were. Side door <laughs> I assumed you meant <laughs> yeah.
3: We're but all was, family here. It was three a.m., so I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, new construction, with no one was home. But uh um, you know, just checking it out. Like you see these houses pop up, and you're just yeah. curious. So you walk in and talk to the builders and everything else. And, and I noticed that none of the, the wiring was there for, you know, home theaters and, you know, infrastructure for networking and things like that. Like, hey, are you interested yeah. in putting this in your house? And the builder was like, no, I've, we've done maybe a couple, but no, I don't think the owner is. It's was like, interesting, because everything down there, and again, I don't know, it's because it's newer, a newer thing back then, but there were, I was looking at businesses and companies to do it, to, you know, see if I could work with them while trying to get, you know, Smoothie King underway. And there weren't very, there weren't very many. There are now there there are now a bunch of trunk slammers I call them. But but yeah, there wasn't hardly any, and they weren't really putting the technology back then as they are now. You know, uh, technology's grown a lot since then. But I guess being in an industry down there, um, there were a lot of houses that we did. So I don't know that you know if it was the same amount. But yeah, I mean, bringing it up here is interesting because it started off with nothing. I think. Well, there, there's a lot of reasons no that would be the case. I mean now
2: everything is being built because there's just no inventory on the market, right? And so right. when you're building, you're competing with other builders now to get people to buy your home, you're not competing with inventory. But like when you're earlier on and you've got a bunch of inventory that already doesn't have the speakers in it, the draw to go find a house with, and I say speakers, but with the you know state-of-the-art yeah. technology, the draw to go to that if you didn't have it before isn't as strong. So if you're the builder and you're just competing with a house that's been out there for 25 years, you're not going to win the job because you put technology in You're going to win the job because they want to build versus buy Mm -hmm. an existing home. So now it's, you're right, Mm. it's totally different because now it's probably like, what is the one thing I could put in that would cost me a thousand bucks to throw in the house, but I could sell it for $10,000 more. Mm -hmm.
3: Now,
1: being in the IT field, do they still do it? I feel like they probably still don't because if they add $1,000 to every house and you do it cost 200 houses, they're not going to do it. It's got to be something they ask for do you come across things that are pre-wired? Or?
3: Oh, yeah, all the time now. In the past year or so, everybody's been home, right? Because being at home from, you know, working from home and everybody's sitting at their house, and, and you all probably see it too. Sitting there, it's like, oh, well, these walls look bad. We need to paint them. Oh, there's, this house really isn't as big as, as I thought it was. Let's put an extension. Well, Let's get a pool. Oh, my, we have 10 people on the internet right now with 50,000 different devices. I mean, exaggerating, but you have 10 devices in a home your Wi-Fi network starts to get little well, locked up and your internet's slow and this TV doesn't look as good as it used to. So yeah, it's, it's blown up. I mean, anybody has been blown up in a construction world these days. Well, so like my house <laughs> is maybe eight years
2: old built eight years ago. And it has like, it's, this may not be the state of the art thing now, but it was, fully wired it has speakers in all the rooms in the ceiling and it has like the full sonos system yeah. set up where you could just tell your devices what room you're in and it'll play music in that room but now that was that
3: wasn't something that i was looking for it was just already there yeah sonos is big now i mean they've, they've grown a lot yeah i mean if you think of technology eight years ago how many people have changed their phones in two yep. years time how phones have changed in two years it's the same thing with technology Keeping up with the 4K and the HD and 8K and everything else, so people yeah. want to. It. Cool.
2: Uh, one thing, is because it's on the technology side, but kind of a little bit what you're talking about. I don't know if this is a if this is a South thing, if it's a Charlotte thing, or if it's just a my house thing. So like, I never had this in any house I've ever lived in before. And it, it is underneath the steps. Electricity? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. An, an indoor bathroom. Family. <laughs> indoor bathroom. Like I've so used to going yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. but, but like underneath the stairs, there's a closet door. Like There's go upstairs. <laughs> there's a closet door. And all it is, it's like a, a technology closet. It's a panel. So the whole house, like there's not a TV wire that you can see. There's nothing like all of those wire into one spot. And there's mm-hmm. like a full control yeah. room. Yep. That's, our it's house still in LA was the same way yeah I, I mean I was just like I mean it's two things it's the technology room and the tornado scale room, but <laughs> that's about right it. the so. important things right
3: no it's still a thing um, now it's probably more of a thing because of how everything's wireless and you have all these things and even if it's still wireless you have a bunch of equipment and you need a rack for it and you need a closet and then everything just goes there it's a lot easier I thought it was pretty intelligent Honestly, yeah. I just thought it was slick. And Pre, I mean, yeah. I Pre-wiring's more a more wi- big thing too. Just, yeah. just
1: if you can have a house or a building that's pre-wired, mm-hmm. it's a game changer because you don't have to tear apart walls. And,
2: but I was going to say one of the things, like because it's like Ethernet wired, that anything that could be plugged in without you seeing the plug is hardwired. So I never feel like
3: it draws the Wi-Fi down. That yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it'll yeah. pull your internet and make your internet because so it's got to distribute that. But right. mm-hmm. as far as the Wi-Fi, I know. Yeah.
1: yeah. In the, in the misconception of things that are wireless, oh, they still need so power. Turns out, <laughs> That's right. yeah. Yeah, it's not wireless. You know, like people want to put these cameras up and they want to do all this stuff. It's like cool. It's wireless. I can get power to it. Right. You didn't get a Tesla system from Amazon. Uh, well, it doesn't uh, broadcast electricity. <laughs> well, through the home. I mean, it's awkward because
4: it's like I've got this giant coil in the yeah. middle of my land. <laughs> we no longer need to plug anything and, in.
1: And
0: there's a gigantic hum all the time. <laughs>
4: yeah. I, I, I <laughs> might or might not have
0: died going to the
4: bathroom in the, weird the night. i twitching when I'm walking into
0: <laughs> that room. And you thought it was cicadas <laughs> the whole time? Yeah, <laughs> stupid cicadas. Mm.
1: The, uh, but, yeah, just having that pre-wired. Hap- yeah. And that's something when you're having a house built or you're moving into something and that technology is going to be a big deal. Pre-wired is a big deal because most houses, they're brick in front. How do you get wire out to it? Or how do you get your camera set up in the corners? Like, how do you get power up there? Yeah. yeah. One, you're going to put battery in it or... Two, you're going to have to get some kind of POE up there, and if there's no cable up there, you're not going to be able to get any kind of yeah. power
3: to it. It
0: definitely true.
2: is uh, point of
0: entry. Uh, that-
1: no, power over Ethernet. Sorry, power over Ethernet. Oh, uh, all right, see, uh, oh, for
2: I, one. I figured I'm, I'm probably more <laughs> like our audience and have no idea. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Come on,
3: guys, get with. So we skip <laughs> yeah. yeah. the
2: acronyms for today. <laughs> yeah. So is that it's both
0: in, in a comparison such an to ASS. New Orleans? <laughs> what does that stand for?
4: I don't even know. <laughs> such an AFS. <laughs> is that what you just said? <laughs> wow.
0: Both in a comparison to New Orleans, and also for both of you guys, Brandon and Chris, the IT folks, is that becoming, or is that like the standard in Charlotte now, where like houses are pre iron and like it's all, it's a lot of new construction. Is that standard in Charlotte, and was it in or is New Orleans it still too? Still a
3: price point issue, right? right. Now? It, it depends on the, the, the house, I guess. If you're getting a custom built, you're usually in into that stuff and making sure that it's all wired. But if you're buying a track house or, you know, something in the neighborhood that's just popping up, I think they, they come in packages now. Like, you can get this A, B, or C package. Okay. And so I guess it is offered within that builder. Because um, I've come across that, too. It's like, well, I want speakers in this room. Well, the only builder only put wires in this room. I can't get in this one. Then that's where you can add, not a shout-out, but the Sonos is a yeah. really cool system to do that because okay. um, you can add speakers to it wire, wirelessly, quote-unquote. Yes. Yeah, There's like
2: still a wire. It's funny because, like, aesthetically, when I was looking at the house to buy, I was like, ah, I don't want that house that has those, like, big round speakers in the ceiling. Yeah, no problem with that now. Yeah. You know, yeah. I-, I mean, they're, like, the little Bose speakers in there that all connect through the Sonos, and, yeah. like, the TVs and everything are all wired, but I-, I just, like, for me, I'm not as probably technically savvy in this kind of stuff like you guys are, but... I mean, for me, it's great because I know how to run it. <laughs> yeah.
1: You almost kept that in. <laughs>
2: I
4: don't know. Apparently, <laughs> when you grow up with an outhouse, you just you really don't get any technology as much as other kids. But
2: I did find once the Sono system came, I could put a speaker out there and it worked just fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Felt like home. It's luxurious out there now. i I tell you, though, doing the audio video here and <clears> there, there's. In New Orleans, people love to host parties, mm-hmm. and so that's a big thing is that having TVs oh, yeah. outside. I mean, now, again, it's caught up here, but putting TVs outside and speakers outside was one of the bigger things that I can remember doing it tw- 20 years ago almost, and it's wide open spaces in the houses and, you know, speakers everywhere, so you can host a party and have everything. See, here we just like to go to parties. We don't like right. to <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that house you go to probably has a Probably. Problem. Right. That one person is the only <laughs> that's one that's allowed to have a party. Or
4: or we invite uh, you know fellow podcasters to the party, and then they bail five minutes before the party starts. Still bitter. Yeah. Still, still bitter. Bayer. I just told them no. I, I did have a thing. I mean, they come plus
3: one? I did or? have a thing there. I couldn't make it. <clears throat> Sure. Sorry.
0: I'm sure Russell preferred your no over me bringing pineapple cider. So. Oh my god, that's
4: so awful. I finally returned it to him. it's so, a right, sender. So- <laughs> I don't want to pay to cool this. <laughs> know, yeah. well, my, my refrigerator's embarrassed to have this inside of it. Please get rid of it. Uh, the ketchup uh, and mustard won't go anywhere near it. Yeah, so. no. I woke up in the morning and everything was this side <laughs> of the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> there
2: was the six-pack. It was the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs>
4: It, it, the only thing it's uh, the
2: only thing it could stand next to was the couple trulies that were still <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah. oh
4: that's good it's like they were huddling together for warmth or something <laughs> it's just so horrible hey nice to meet you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn, um, oh lord
0: party houses in new orleans What's are it? they new construction are they new houses is it all uh, what like is you know give me is a
2: party houses, house like, by design or is it by inhabitant? Yeah. <laughs> it's, right. it's a
3: both. I mean, you, get, you have all these old houses that want, and, and yeah, the, most of them are going to be remodels. You know, you got the walls open and you know the lathe work with the, the concrete in front of it. That's the tough part. But most of them are, are, you have a few retro wiring, which you go in after the house is built. But most of the time there, it's a mix. I mean, it's, I mean there's a lot of houses popping up here now. So, right. And that's the time to get in. Mm-hmm. Okay. But down in New Orleans, there's a lot of old houses. But there are houses being torn down and built back up. And that's especially this part of Old Metairie that they do that. They'll buy a house, tear it down, and build a massive window.
2: Do you ever go in and is, is your sales pitch like when with some of these old houses like, I can't make your house look any better, but I can sure as heck make it sound better. <laughs> yes, I try. <laughs> Probably works pretty well. <laughs> they won't even notice the hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put a
3: speaker right there. Right. Just, just tell them it was that time you had that fight there. The <laughs>
2: place
4: is already up on stilts, anyways. I can get everything. Yeah stilts
1: right. remember when the first time I went down to was it Charleston I was like what the hell all these houses are on
2: stilts
4: yeah said <laughs> the guy coming from earthquake area yeah. <laughs> like, we don't yeah. do stilts yeah in stilts are bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well you know,
2: it, it's funny because I used to spend a lot of time in Amsterdam which by design is somewhat similar and faces some of the same problems that you know New Orleans does but yeah most of those houses that are right along the canals and stuff I mean, the water is underneath the houses. It's not like the canal is like totally shut off and they're on on stilts and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. you'll
3: see house now because they build, they'll take a regular normal house and they'll raise it up 10 feet, five Mm -hmm. feet. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing. They'll have steps going up and you got this big old open area or bricked in area underneath. It's weird. It's still below sea level. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) So final question, and then we're going to wrap
4: up another episode, but do do you laugh at people when they freak out about hurricanes in Charlotte? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we had that one. I mean, I was still living like five minutes from you, and we were kind of cut off on railroad. Yeah. I mean, it it rained for like two days straight, but still, I mean, comparatively, it's like there was no wind, there was no nothing. It's
3: kind of funny when people freak out about it. I mean, hurricanes are bad, don't get me wrong, but, It's a different hurricane here than it is in Denver. Well, I mean, we could
2: have a whole episode on that. Like here, I, I saw people getting sent home because they said there was a tornado coming. And I was like, there's a tornado? Like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. I can't wait to go find it. You know, like I'm used to like, you hop in the car and you go look for it. And, and it's like, you know, they just have dark clouds, <laughs> right. and there's the potential it could be a tornado. Right. And they yeah. send people home from work. And it's like, yeah. FYI, a commercial building is way safer to be in yeah. than a residential building during a tornado. You should actually require your people to stay at work. Well, it's like it's
4: like an earthquake. I mean, have you ever been in a high-rise during an earthquake? I have, actually. Yeah. I mean, you get, like, seasick. <laughs> you get earthquake sick. My, my old office was on the 65th floor of the U.S. Bank building in, in downtown L.A. And we had like a five six earthquake and my building up at the top was swaying about 30 feet in either direction wow. crazy and you know practically you understand that the building is designed for that until it's actually happening and yeah. you're like i'm out of here yeah and emergency exits and you get the hell out of dodge
1: yeah i've two times i was in a our four-story building and that still moved enough So the first time I was in my office and I was sitting in my chair, I was like, ah, no big deal. The next time I was in the restroom, I was washing my hands and it literally knocked me off my feet. Like it was banging back so that it it like threw me off and knocked me off my feet.
2: Just be glad you were to the stage of washing your hands and not what you were doing right before. (laughs) You washed your hands. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the janitor (laughs) would have something to clean up. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: said, well, I got to get out of here (laughs)
2: later.
0: (laughs) That's a fantastic way to end. We got to get out of here, too. Um, <laughs> Shake
2: it off, Brandon.
3: <laughs> Literally.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you, Chris, for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And this is an absolute blast. Thanks again. Way better inside New Orleans now, uh, especially as a comparison. So thanks. Join us next week. Uh, always a fun time.